Osiris. Hey everyone, it's Cam Hurt, host of the Best Show Ever podcast, and we have got a second season coming out very soon that I am very excited about. We've got some very cool special guests, including musical acts that we all love, like Karina Reichman, Daniel Donato, Jake Brownstein from Eggy, Rick and Peter from Goose, and many more. Tune in for new episodes dropping on Osiris Media March 5th on the Best Show Ever podcast. Hi, listeners. I want to tell you about a cause that I'm involved with at Heritage Radio Network. HRN is celebrating its 15th year, and to celebrate, we're deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of Always Almost There, Day After Show Live. Today is Red Rocks Night Zero. It is very, very, very exciting. Very exciting. Um, so, in celebration of such, we are talking about last night's uh, show in Flagstaff, Arizona. Sorry, I got, kind of lost my train of thought in the middle there. Seems that there's some issue uh, streaming to Facebook today, uh, which is unfortunate to hear. Hopefully, those folks can uh, head over to YouTube. Uh, but regardless, we're going to dive in. We've got some, you know, as you guys can see, two very fine gentlemen joining me today. Uh, we've got John Mayer and Brad Solari. How are you guys doing? Fantastic. Doing wonderful. Lovely to see you both. Lovely to have you both on the pod. Uh, you know, very excited. You know, John, you were at the show last night. Uh, you know, Brad, you weren't. But, you know, felt right to have you on today. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. And mm-hmm. I, can, I, can, I can start off by saying I, uh, I've been super prepared for pretty much every single show since, since uh, Jive retired. And I was, I've been in charge of set listing on Masto, our small community over there. But last night, I had to be a good husband guy. And like, uh, my wife has given me a little bit of shit for, you know, haven't been around much lately. So I actually could not set list or watch the first set. And then I ended up going back and watching it, or I'm sorry, I went back. I didn't actually ever watch it. I just listened to uh, the first set and the second set as I got done with everything last night and then went to work today on breaks in between on the way to work, on the way home. So I'm as prepared as I think I can be for a show I didn't go to and a show I didn't listen to live. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. John, uh, you know, you have a good time last night. I mean, I assume you had a good time, but how was the show for you last night? Had a fantastic time. Um, at one point, Brad texted me and asked me, he goes, I heard it's a little cold there. Showtime temperature was 51 degrees. Second set temperature was 45. So 
I imagine Naveed sold a few extra blankets last night at mm-hmm. the merch table. Um, getting you prepared for Red Rocks, bro. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, I mean, other than a little bit of chill, great venue. Um, I did, I had been up to uh, Flagstaff a handful of times. I didn't realize it was 6,900 feet in altitude. So, we were up there. So, yeah, but uh, good time for sure. Amazing. Good to yeah. hear. Um, so, t- tell me about this venue, you know. Getting getting in, uh, you know, where where was your spot? Who were you with? What was yeah, going absolutely. on before the show? So um, I did a pretty good job of recon. Uh, the hotel that we stayed at was only three miles from the venue. Nice. So um, a buddy of mine, Dirk, who I met at the Bozeman show in uh, the spring, he picked me up, and it was just like three miles from the hotel to the, the venue. And it basically, as we entered the venue – it was like we were in a campground, and I go, oh, we could have just camped here. Mm-hmm. But I, overnight, low was like 30, so okay, no, we're not camping. But So basically, it's this, um, uh, it was a county park, uh, Fort Tuthill County Park, but a campground with this amphitheater in the middle of it, so you, you could conceivably have camped there. We get in, we park. Uh, we got there at about 3.30. Line wasn't terrible. Uh, we had about the same amount of VIP as there was for the regular line, which we were part of. About, I don't know, 20 deep in VIP, 12 to 15 deep in uh, the general. Mm-hmm. And it, it felt like you were at your campsite. I don't know if, Ryan, you or your family are big camp campers but we're, we're we're a big camping family so i'm like man it's cool i'm camping and i'm hanging out with the goose community so yeah um it, it's just fun to you know i'd rather hang out in line for three hours than just do nothing in my hotel room so uh it's a fair point yeah <laughs> <laughs> definitely yeah it was it was cool peter shouted out you know like <laughs> when they walked on stage and obviously then rick immediately had to run backstage to you know to forget something if you go to the bathroom uh who knows did he not have enough did he not have enough layers on or right Uh, who knows (laughs) uh but he had you know he had to dip out briefly uh yeah peter shouted out every single section of the venue including like people in the trees i guess who like didn't have tickets uh and were just there or Um, i I, I don't i don't know that there were really anybody in the tree line i thought it was funny but i i'm not sure there was really anybody back there but but. i was gonna say surprising to have an overflow crowd like that in in flagstaff on a tuesday night yeah you know i felt like it was gonna be uh i felt like it was gonna be really sparsely attended but uh people i i found i ran into a lot of people that were coming up from phoenix which is about a three-hour drive and they were all just uh filing in right at right before the set started so the the grass actually we were that's where we were sitting on the lawn and uh it filled in pretty good nice. so uh, yeah shawnee max said there's a dude in a hammock in a tree outside the venue fence okay. <laughs> <Pretty good. laughs> dedication hi neil, hey, Hello, neil. What's, up? what's up neil he's joining hey, us uh he's breathing it in tonight uh you're, you know you're heading to the airport shortly which is very exciting yes Smart. i'm right arriving, now just breathing before. boston air uh, awesome. Brian Legvold is coming to us live from the line at Goose the Store. Uh, I'll see you later today. Um, looking forward to heading down there. Um, but let's uh, let's dive into this show here. Let's start with you, John. Of course, uh, first few songs, Doc Brown, Jive One, and Echo. Yeah, um, so I was with Shawnee Sean, Mack at the show, and he, um, he had been chasing a Doc Brown, so to get it was 
fantastic, not only for him, but it's a great opener. Um, you know, gets to showcase the two two guitar goose, and I thought Peter had a great solo on that. So, fantastic opener, Jive One. Um, I am definitely I'm definitely Jive Two camp, but um, just the the combo of those two back to back really got the the crowd going. And uh, I had a guy who had never seen his who had never seen Goose next to me, and when they went into Echo, I said if Goose had a greatest hits album. This one, one would probably be on it. So, um, and I told myself I wasn't going to say this, but it was kind of a basic echo. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty solid. Twelve minutes, you know, nothing yeah. crazy happening. Doc Brown making, uh, you know, its second appearance of the year, first one in forty-three shows, uh, you know, since Bozeman in the spring, uh, you know, and and you know. They played it as the opener and not in the two hole, which means the show wasn't as good as it could have been if they had played Doc Brown in the two hole. Like this, this is this is science. Uh, we have uh, came to play with his daily call to shelve a song. They played it once, and he's already calling for it to go back on the shelf. That might be oh, uh, a record. Uh, that, that that's impressive, Brad. What are your thoughts uh, on the first half of this first set here? Well. I, I'm I love a Doc Brown opener. Why? Because it was the first song that I ever saw Goose play at my first show. So they opened San Francisco night one last year with that. And you know, it's pretty rare these days. So anytime you can get a Doc Brown, you're fired up. Um, always love a jive, you know, one, two, Lee. But for me, I, I, I agree with John. I'm a two guy, but you know, one gets gets the party started. And uh, I was I was digging that. And then Echo, again, like perfect way to get some early improv in. They didn't they didn't go deep or anything, but the energy was good. And uh, you know, not to get too far ahead, but we just were in we were in Oakland last week, and they did Echo Rosewood. Shocker, they did Echo Rosewood again. Mm -hmm. So not not quite Echo into Rosewood like it was, but yeah, pretty cool. Excellent, Neil. You got chocolate. any thoughts here? It's Echo and Echo and Rosewood, peanut yeah. butter and chocolate, man. This, they <laughs> go together so well, so many times over the years. Excellent Which versions. Works. Um, yeah, just some general thoughts about the show. Um, you know, this show is Goose playing all the songs they didn't want to play at Red Rocks, right? There are good points and there are bad points. Uh, but like Doc Brown, opener, that is a good point. And there, there are several really good points uh, in this show of, songs that they were not going to play at Red Rocks and they were going to play them here. So big wins here for folks who are chasing songs, right? Mm -hmm. You get Doc Brown, you get that Dark Horse, which comes almost never later on in the show. Uh, and then you get a couple other songs maybe not so psyched about, but in any case, <laughs> uh, it's, uh, no, this is good stuff. Good way to open a show. Like you, Ryan, I would love to see that in the two slot, the harbinger of good things, but uh, still all really cool way to open up a show. Nothing truly special. But mm -hmm. I did, man, I just love Doc Brown. Wait, I, I got to stop and just say that. I was it's listening to that in the car this morning, and it's yeah. just like, damn, this song's so good. Like, why don't they play it? Such a good song. And it, and they ripped it, too. Like, there was a pretty nice solo that came out of that. Like, it wasn't yeah, like you know, your average version. Peter can yes. play the guitar. Peter yeah. can play the guitar very, very well. And I wish uh, he did it more. Right. I don't know why this one stays on the shelf as often as it does, but mm -hmm. I don't know. And that's like a healthy jive, too. That's a lot of minutes of jive. So not a bad way to start a show at all. Definitely not. Uh, and then we get into kind of the meat of the show, really, in the second half of this first set. 
Uh, we get Rosewood into eight up all the cake into arrow. Um, love to see eight up all the cake make an appearance here. Uh, you know, first time since the Ryman 51 shows, um, you know, thank you, uh, to Jeff, uh, who corrected me on Twitter last night. I don't know how he knew uh, that I did the math wrong, uh, but sometimes, sometimes elgoose.net is a little bit slow on updating the show gaps. Uh, like, you know, sometimes the latest version doesn't show up on the page right away. So I tried to do a little bit of math, uh, and I was off by one. Um, so thank you, Jeff, uh, for pointing that out and correcting me, uh, so the show notes could be correct. Amazing. Um, yeah, it, it, was, it was less than, I'm pretty sure it was less than five minutes after the show ended last night, uh, that he, that he responded to it. Um, so, I mean, the fact that Jeff is checking your math after a show is probably the best thing I've seen all tour. I mean, that is, that is just so wonderful. It's yeah. so full of meaning, um, that you were wrong and Jeff was right. Uh, I mean, all good stuff to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it was something. This Rosewood was really cool. Uh, John, I'm curious to hear your thoughts uh, on this Rosewood here. I thought it was like, especially from the drums, you know, I feel like like Spuds and Jeff have been the standouts in a lot of Rosewoods this year. Uh, and this one, they kind of did the uh, did the groove a little bit differently. It felt a little funkier than normal. Um, and I, I really, really enjoyed this jam and, you know, would have enjoyed hearing it. Uh, go on for a little bit longer. But John, what are your thoughts on the second half of this set here? Um, yeah, I mean, the, Rosewood, I again turned to the the guy who was attending his first show and I said, this is the, the song that um, got me into this band. Um, and I, I thought it really about the 10 minute mark uh, is where it kind of took the turn that I think you're describing, Ryan. Yeah. Um, but I, I kind of felt like I found myself because you had invited me on. I'm like, I found myself not in my same headspace because I was trying to overanalyze everything. But there. <laughs> um, I, I just felt like I hear you guys on the show all the time say, you know, there's some nights where it's full band collaboration. And I did feel that the second half of the Rosewood Jam was a pretty good collaboration. But the whole time I'm like, man, Rick is just shredding like, left and right here he just wants to lure these newbies in and and you know show them that he's the bit the leader of the band so i i thought there was uh, some pretty good rick shredding in the rosewood uh, i don't know if the if the consensus amongst us four but that, that was my take on it mm-hmm. awesome yes uh comment from uh haps in the chat ryan that house looks sick are those all goose posters uh yes they are um <laughs> you know some guy who is happy all the time, uh, <laughs> put them all up. No. Somewhat related, Ryan, actually, when I put this one up there, uh, Haps also says his coffee maker is broken. So that seals the deal. I'm staying at Soup's house. I saw what he's got at his house. <laughs> You've got no coffee. I mean, that dude's got so much bourbon. It looks great. So I'm uh, sorry, Haps. I'll yeah, you, can do, you can do bourbon in the morning instead, yeah. of, instead of coffee. Yeah. Brad, you got any thoughts on the second half of this first set here? I do for sure, man. Um, I I would have to say like uh, Rosewood is the one song that I was really hoping that they did not play. Sorry, John, you're going to be at, you're going to be at Red Rocks too, but I was really hoping they would save it for Red Rocks because Rosewood is my, it's my favorite song, like when it comes down to it. And so um, I, I, and it's also a song I haven't seen a lot. So I was hoping to see it again, but uh, for me, it was the improv highlight of the night. Um, it felt like, you know, at one point of the jam, it was it honestly felt like a little bit of a hybrid 
of a rosewood jam and a, a drip field jam like mm, it was just like this really like ben was pounding away on the toms like for a few minutes and just like kind of like have that drip field feel with a little bit of a with a little bit of rosewood um so for me like uh that was you know my highlight of the night it had some really good tension at towards the back end um and then uh are we talking about auatc at this point or yes are we, we just... are all right so talk about a perfect landing pad cover i mean man what a like just awesome so like i I love that tune and like as a landing pad, perfect. Um, and hey, then, tell me if you got. You know, tell me if you guys have ever said this. I'm like, this is the best cover they ever do. And then <laughs> at your next show, you'll get like the way it is or right. uh, fish, fish in the sea, and you're like, this is the best cover they ever do. <laughs> Half step or yeah, exactly, exactly. So uh, perfect landing pad cover. Like if there's a cover to land into, that is number like number one probably in the top three for me uh and then you know if we're going to talk about arrow you know arrows had an amazing year um i know you know neil and i talked about this the other day you guys are a little you know for for the right reasons you're a little harsh on it last year <laughs> but this year it has had an amazing year and you know this was no louisville like louisville is fucking in my top like five jams of the year uh but this is just you know arrow like great peak um you know didn't get way out there like some of our favorites but you know it's a, it's a great way to end the set it's actually another song i know they played it at red rocks last year but it's another song i would have liked to hear just the way they're playing it this year at red rocks but uh not not gonna happen and, and that's cool but a great way to end the set great peak and uh by the way willis my dog he says hello he's needs he needs love just like my wife he's like fucking all, all over me the last couple of days like barking at me on my lap so i gotta give him a little attention before i head off to the rocks that's good always good uh yeah the arrow felt to me you know it relatively uh you know type one um but still um you know still had a lot of momentum behind it some some interesting themes yes haps is correct i was very 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 excited uh when arrow started last night uh you know probably the most excited i've ever um been uh to hear i arrow. still remember you going to the bathroom during arrow at the warfield so yeah it was I, a good decision sense. oh man well that was a pretty Rolled good work. that was a pretty good version well i didn't miss I the jam did i <laughs> uh yeah but, so what you hate the song i i did I don't. I don't hate I mean, that's the song. A great, that is a great tune. Bro. It's a good like, song. I just feel like it gets it gets played a lot. It's kind of tedious sometimes. I'd like to address um, the allegations that I hate dogs. Um, I don't hate dogs. I am just not a dog person. Man. Um, Willis so, is already already annoyed. Well, I can, uh, I'm looking at Willis and I'm saying, "Wow, that's a cute dog," but <laughs> I don't want Willis to come near me or jump on me or lick me. Oh well, then you better not come over, bro. I guess yeah. I guess I'm not. Yeah, I won't. Is... I won't invite you over for next year's shows. Oh, how, how does this align with your sports interests? Uh, is it similar to dogs? Um, or... Well, Airbud is my favorite movie. <laughs> what? I've never even seen that shit. It's about a dog that plays basketball. That's the greatest anyway, thing I've ever said. Oh anyway, my God. thank you. This, this is a goose podcast. I, I don't oh, know. man. See, I don't know what he's talking about here. I didn't run away from anything. Um, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna move on here. Uh, John, tell me about, uh, Sepbreak, 
uh, you know, what you guys are doing. All all I could think about during the arrow was like, I I could hear Neil's voice repeating over in my head. This is a really great arrow. So (laughs) I I, I just wanted to know, Neil, was it great in your eyes? It ended hot. That's what I will say. Although most arrows do, right? There's no such thing as like a bad last four to five minutes of arrow. Yeah, totally. You know, I don't want to say this was an exceptional. I, I think it was pretty good. I think it's pretty good. But I yes, agree. I do always say it's a pretty good arrow. <laughs> and it's true. And then this year, it's becoming... Uh, it's, yes, it's, it's becoming it's unwieldy. Well, becoming, to assume I mean, it hasn't been. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, dude, where have you been? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, this year's it's the year of arrow. Arrows are good this year. They're all very good. And yeah, this one's pretty good too. And it's hot. Nice. Awesome. So, John... And then, Separate. Wait, so actually, I didn't get to talk about oh. Ada Pauly Cake. When we're oh, talking sorry. About sorry, Neil. I'm um, too fast. Well, I don't really have much to say, so I'll just stop <laughs> and say they played it. It's awesome, and I'm sad because this is one of the songs they would play at Red Rocks. Um, really? What, what kind of indie rock cover do they have up their sleeves? If you think about the last few times they've gone out to state Colorado, of the, art. the state of the art, the you know, Blood Buzz, um, Skuck's Life, you know. Folks were definitely waiting on that one. Oh, but, yeah. You know, like, so what, what is <laughs> it this me. time, right? It's, <laughs> right. it's got to be something new. I mean, they're not going to play, like, you know, fish in this. None of that. Like, it's got to be something different. I, I'm hoping for state of the art uh, this week. Actually, I think personally. I know what it is, but um, I'm not going to. No spoilers. The, not they were sound checking a certain song a while back. It would be really cool if they played it. That's all. Are you talking about the Prince song? Yes. They've been sound checking that a bunch. Uh, but yes, John was and... there for that one. John, you were at that. Like, was that at Utah? Well, they did it again yesterday. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there we go. It, so we'll yeah. see. We'll we'll see yeah. uh, what happens. But let let's let's keep going in last night's show here, John. You know, what were you guys doing at separate to keep warm? <laughs> uh, so it was definitely bathroom break at that point. I just wanted to um, mention that uh, Jeff Hill from Twitter said, based on our photo that we posted, he goes, "It kind of looks like a picnic pavilion in the middle of a." Uh, uh, county park or um, state park and I said well it's county park but yes that's exactly what the pavilion looked like it was like we should have picnic tables and be sitting around you know (laughs) eating food and playing cards but anyway um, it was kind of unique in that uh, right off to the right there were like food trucks and uh, beer vendors and then it had a bunch of porta potties over there the line for that was ridiculous so I headed up the hill to where they had the merch and uh, some nice bathrooms. And that's where I felt the 6,900 feet come in. Oh. I'm, like, I'm like, man, this isn't that big of a hill, but I'm like winded. <laughs> so bathroom and then, and then back to my seat. The nice thing about this venue, you could bring like camp chairs in. So we, uh, we just chilled on our little space with our, with our camp chairs. Awesome. Love yeah. to hear it. Love to hear it. Well, let's uh, let, let's get into this second set here. Uh, some really interesting stuff. I think we can just kind of take take it all at once. Uh, you know, it's animal, spirit of the dark horse, butter rum, caution, butter rum, your ocean tumble, white lights encore. John, how are you feeling throughout this second set? I, I had a great time. Uh, it was the only show on this tour that my wife was able to attend, and she's more of the five six minute variety than the the 20 minute jam so these played right into that wheelhouse nice. um, so i think she, she had a good time when she has a good time i have a good time um you know and i know in a in a 
in this forum and probably <laughs> across the community, this wasn't like the we're not going to go back to the set a whole heck of a lot. <laughs> mm -hmm. I get it. Um, I did rely on you, Ryan, though, when they they uh, started Dark Horse. I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> so I saw I saw the alert come in. Um, but I, I'm not all that familiar with the song. I know it's uh, it's an oldie but a goodie. I, I would lo love to hear both of your comments on on Spirit of the Dark Horse. I, I mean, I love. I love Dark Horse, right? It's 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 an amazing song, and you know, these days it's so rare. You know, I just looked at like they played it eight times in 2021, and then it kind yeah. of you know you had the two different versions uh, in winter 2022, and then last year and this year it's been very uh, rare uh, to pop up. You know, very I was very lucky to catch one in Boulder last December, um, but yeah, I think the song is great. I think definitely it hasn't really been utilizing its jam potential. Um, outside of uh, that, that Minneapolis version um, that you uh, that, that you, you mentioned uh, a little bit earlier, um, but I think especially in this slot in the second set, I was expecting something a little bit bigger than just like you know more more of a token bust out um, from this song. You know, I, I but I, I'm a big fan of it. Neil, Ooh, token bust out. <laughs> I'm trying not Ryan's, to be too harsh, but you're like flames today. The roles have been reversed. The shameless fluffer is throwing flames. I, you know what? Oh, you know what? When I, I when I when I am critical, I feel like I'm too critical. Uh, and uh, I'm sorry, Goose. I really enjoyed the stream last night. I just felt, you know, I felt a little bit disappointed by the second set. And I, I feel like you will agree with me on that. Thank you. Yeah. Ryan. Well, I mean, like it it does feel like kind of a, I don't know, a waste of a dark horse to not jam it out, especially so, considering like so saying it's a waste and saying it's a token heard. bust yeah. out. Pretty, uh, pretty yeah, similar. No, I, no, I'm gonna agree with you there, but like, yeah, you know, um, animal that was a surprise, right? I don't know, to some degree or another, surprise for me. The dark horse, big surprise, uh, because I mean, who saw that one coming? But you know, like, pretty cool. What we're doing this whole thing, huh? We're gonna like run through the, the, yeah, that's a lot. Of I just figured, I just figured there's not a ton to, to, you yeah, know, really go it, into. There, there's more, yeah. than, like. There's more than you think, Ryan, because I'm going to say, like, I shat all over this set, but I, when I re-listened to it today, okay. there are some things. There all right, well, let's, let's start with the uh, Animal and, and Dark Horse here from, from you, Neil. Um, well, I mean, I think that's, I think I said everything there is to say yeah. about it. I mean, I, I thought, sure, Animal would be played at Red Rocks because Goose just loves to play the hell out of this song. They still but might. now we're starting to see some significant gap. Yeah. I think you see it in Fort Collins. You know, it's, it's there for the dance party. But um, yeah, so that was like a little bit of surprise. And then, you know, you get the, the Dark Horse, which is, I mean, I guess it's cool. I, I like to see more Dark Horses. And it's always been like somewhat rare, except for that one gap of time that you just mentioned where it was like played pretty often. But, you know, before it went to sleep for, what was it, like almost two years? Um, it really hadn't been played that often either. Mm -hmm. So back when they played it in like 2019. Um, yeah, man, I, that that is pretty cool. If you in the about the Flagstaff one, you get to see the pretty cool venue as these guys just described, and then you know you're you're knocking these these ones off the chase chart like big time, right? Like if you see this one, like that's good. You could see ostensibly you could see fifty goose shows in a row right now, and only see one dark horse. Um, and then if you happen to miss that one night, you're not seeing it in fifty shows. Yeah, yeah. Like so, I mean that that's a pretty exciting thing. Yeah. Brad, what are your thoughts here on Animal and Dark Horse? Well, 
so I'll be honest. I was actually, I'm, I'm not a huge animal guy. Like I, it's fine. It works like as a, you know, set closer, set opener. But I, I think you've mentioned it before, Ryan, it's, it works better as like a, a five, six, seven minute, you know, whatever. Like it doesn't need a jam. I think they wanted to jam it out tonight and it didn't, you know, it, it got a little, like there was like a, a little spacey segment, like towards the end that I noticed for like 15 seconds and then wound it right back into the, you know, ending. Yeah. So I, I you know, I was personally glad they played it because I really don't want to see it at Red Rocks myself. <laughs> um, and, you know, it works good as an opener in the second set. But when, like you said, like Dark Horse needs in, in the second slot, I was expecting a jam especially in this bust out format, like they're breaking it out for the first time in how many shows I, you guys would know better than me. It's, it's, it's up there. Right? 20, this one was only 22. It was last at resonance, uh, but it's only the second okay. version in this year. Okay. Um, and I, and uh, luckily I got one last year in Vegas, so I, it's off my checklist. Uh, but it's not my favorite song. And, and so I was kind of hoping they would take it someplace. They didn't, uh, it started to go somewhere and it kind of just kind of cut it off. But, you know, you can't like it's always nice to get one and you can't really complain like, right. too much. Um, so it, it just be, the, the lack of jam was probably my biggest complaint about it in the two slot. Mm -hmm. Then next up, we've got uh, Butter Rum Caution Butter Rum here, which on its own, uh, without the context of this show, is a really cool sandwich. Uh, I think th this has popped up in a first set somewhere. I'd be really excited about seeing something like this, but I feel like when they started rum last night, you know, I was thinking to myself like, great, like this has been jamming lately. This is what this set needs. Uh, you know, like 15 minute, even butter rum that gets out there. Uh, and they pretty quickly, when the jam started, they pretty quickly just went right into caution. Um, and so, you know, on one hand, I was like, that was a really cool segue. And on the other hand, I was like, still like, you know, we needed a jam in this set. Uh, John, I'm curious how you felt about this sandwich in the moment. I, I mean, I thought it was fantastic. Uh, the people around me, we were kind of like high-fiving each other and going, this is this is pretty cool stuff. Um, I agree with you, Ryan. I thought the segue into caution was, was smooth. Um, and then when they came out of it, there was a good little little burst of energy before before they came back uh, to the to the vocals. So all in all, being there, I, I mean, you guys know, first being there and being on your couch, it's two different, two different things. Absolutely. I think if, yeah, I think if I was on my couch, I probably wouldn't be as excited as I am today, but uh, it was fun. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I, I have a couple of thoughts on, on rum, caution rum here. Mm -hmm. One, two, two excellent segues, right? In and out yep. of yes. caution. So that's yes. one thing. And then the other thing confirmed, uh, Jeff Captain Incredible just hates reggae. Uh, <laughs> absolutely hates reggae. So learned that yeah. uh, this morning after talking with him. Like, you know, huge, huge Doobie song detractor. Then this morning was just like, hate caution. It was just like blew my mind. I like that. He, all, he also does not me. like the, he doesn't like the OG Echo either. So, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. he doesn't like anything. That's what we learned. Take, today. A, take his goose card away, dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I just hope they play Madubi um, while he's here for Goose. So that that is what I learned uh, from this segment here. Yeah, but killer we, segues. Actually, we I did don't have uh, forgot to mention we did have some technical difficulties on the stream last night. Missed like ninety yeah. percent of Dark Horse. 
um, and also um, much, I think all pretty much all of caution, and it came back uh, again it, when they when they returned to butter rum. Um, so they, glad glad they were able to get it fixed, though. Um, you know, shout out to uh, you know the the Goose Video team, Coach Marta, Danny, anyone else who was working on that last night. Thank you guys for getting it back up for us uh, pretty quickly. Um, I was like, I was worried that like the internet had gone out for a second. And then I saw other people talking about how their stream was down too. Uh, and so I got a little bit less stressed uh, because I trust in the, I trust in the, you know, in the goose crew and them fixing an issue like that, which they did. Brad, what are your thoughts on this, uh, on this sandwich here? So initially, again, I was like, hell yes. Like butter rum off the table, like no chance getting it for uh for Red Rocks, because you know you got to think that way when you're going to Red Rocks, and you're at the show before it. Hate to yep. say it, John, but John, you're going to all three, so you know you can uh, you know take it or leave it. But I, I you know, initially, and and again, you mentioned the stream went out, which it did, and uh, so I didn't get to hear it live. I had to go back and listen to it, and I honestly, those segues were amazing, like in and out of both jams like really 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 well done uh you know the jam itself there was really nothing out of butter rum it, slight jam when it came back in um but you know nothing nothing you know like we've seen from some butter rums this year um and by the way before i you know finish off i will say i i literally sent out like a nut punch uh gif on on masto for for this set because you know, it was the one set I could tune into after my wife went to bed. And there was like very, very, very little improv besides a little bit of tumble. Um, and I guess like the back half of butter rum. So like if you reverse these two sets, it looks different, I think. Because I think the first set had more of a, a second set feel to it improvisationally. Yeah. So um, yeah. It, it would look it would look a little better that way. And, you know, so I'm not trying to shit on it. But it was a little bit of a nut punch for the second set when it comes down to it, improvisationally. Big Mastodon vibes there, by the way. The nut punch. <laughs> hey, hey, we we're all about the nut punch over there. You know, Chop, yeah. Chop, yeah, Chop, sure. Chop loves his nut punch, and I yeah. agree sometimes. Yep. Oh, we know, we know. I'm looking forward to uh, yeah. you know Chop we're all reacting. Get to, we're all going to get to hang out together tomorrow. So all three of you. Great. Oh, well, all of us, well, five oh, of your well, AAT it's, it's guys. Be and, oh, I, I was just referring to the uh, three of you that exist on Mastodon. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> he just gave us another nut punch. Like, just fucking oh, low, low blow. Classic. All right. Uh, let's, uh, I just want to wait. Let's pause for a moment. Supporting your boy, but no, no. Anyway. Um, so every once in a while, I mean, like, I mean, a while, Ryan is incredibly hilarious. And this was the moment. Like you got it. It's like once a month it happens. Listen, like, I've had I've had two good that jokes and send on it to everybody. Today. I'm on fire. <laughs> you mm. Definitely are. Can I also oh, add man. in that this was one of my only hits on fantasy, uh, and we can talk at the end of, about that. But yeah. I shat I the bed all... the last couple nights, and don't even think I had 20 points total the last two shows after hitting over 20 like every show. So I'm gonna have a big one coming up. Let's hope. Let's <laughs> hope. Yeah. So so, so we close you know, out this show here uh, with your yeah. ocean and then tumble and a white lights encore your ocean. I was very sad to, uh, you know, miss by one show. You know, I absolutely love this song. Uh, you know, I, I have seen it a couple of times, but you know, I still, I, I love the song. I would be happy to see it at any show. So sad that it will not be coming 
uh, this weekend. Now tumble, you know, solid pick uh, to close the second set, you know, reliable jam vehicle. It felt to me like Rick modulated into a different key than normal uh, for the jam. You know, they always, they modulate up to a B flat. Usually um, I, you know, it just sounded different to me last night and it sounded like Peter wasn't sure where Rick went uh, in the jam. So there was a bit of a moment of kind of like instability where it sounded like they were kind of in two different keys. Um, but, you know, they got back to it. Nice little, nice little uh, upbeat jam in there. Uh, but nothing crazy. And then, you know, just quick white lights encore, get it in uh, before curfew. Um, I did realize we forgot to uh, shout out the, the big ball on stage uh, before the second set. Um, somebody had moved it during set break uh, and, you know, Rick asked for it to come back at the beginning of the second set. Uh, so Peter went to grab it. Uh, but that was, that was pretty funny. Some uh, some good stuff was happening on stage. The show. Listen, Peter's becoming a man. Great banter. Uh, so like his voice is changing. Oh so God! Oh, we didn't that. talk about the voice crack. <laughs> oh my God! I meant I had that in my notes and I forgot. Oh man! We'll be back at the set break. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was like funny, like you know, just like oh geez, and then Rick making fun of Peter on stage. I mean, that never gets old. Uh, so, I mean, big highlight of the show there. Yeah. Um, but in any case, back to the music. I think after I hear um, a fiery butter rum, I just need that landing pad and, and a set full of no chips. Um, so you get that Eurotian landing pad. Uh, I, the most weirdly placed Eurotian I think I've ever seen. If you're going to talk about things being in strange places, I agree with Brad that actually the second set reads more like, or the first set reads more like a second set. Second set reads like a first. Well, well Eurotian was actually not on the set list. It was slow ready. Yeah, yeah. So, they all put that in there. Yeah. So, so which one works better in that? You think Slow Ready is better in that situation? Yes, I, I think Your Ocean has its place. It is a wonderful song. I it agree. Is, it needs to come both after and before significant jamming. Not a butter rum is what you're saying. Not right? a butter rum caution. Butter rum. That I mean, that's yeah. wild uh, to throw Your Ocean in there. But you know, still a cool song. It's a great. And song. then. This tumble, like, not half bad, but also not what you expect to see closing a second set mm-hmm. in the show before the show, right? This, that's what yeah. this is, is, the show before the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, John, what, do you, what, do you, what are your thoughts uh, end of second set and encore here? Uh, so this is definitely not a shot at you, Ryan, by any stretch, because I also love your ocean. And every, probably once, twice a show, I'll give, like, a audible, yeah! And before you even text me, I was I was really excited. I love your ocean. I think it's a ten out of ten goose song. And uh, tumble, it's got a throw out a sports reference here. It's got a really high batting average, so I, I felt like it was gonna deliver. I I thought it worked as a well as a, a show closer. Um, and I'm kind of mad on white lights. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Good, yeah. good for a quick encore. Yeah. Brad? I, I love the show oh. because it's lining up excellent shows. <laughs> Two excellent shows. I mean, take a look at what they can coming. I mean, they have really lined it up. I mean, I say what you will about what's happening with pancakes right now or feel it now. Those are weirdly long gaps. But yeah. it's like the, the band is being very intentional about what they're playing in the shows leading up to the show, mm-hmm. and what they're going to play at these shows. And Seems like they have a pretty well curated set list coming. Maybe yeah. that means more pressing. I don't know. Kevin is like, you know, twitching somewhere at the thought. Um, so, 
<laughs> but no, like, right. really, it does feel like they're being very, very intentional about what they're going to play. And I don't yeah. think that's a thing this really does. Yeah. So it bodes well for, for Red Rocks. Absolutely does. Brad, what do you got uh, as we wrap up here? Does it bode well for Fantasy Goose? Well, I, no. listen, I got I got a whopping a seven points last night. Yeah. Okay, uh, so. good. I got like uh, six. So yeah. well, you're winning yeah. in second. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, and we should talk about that. Like, you know, you have all of our support. Jive Goose should not win. We've got a few shows to beat him, so please do. I, You know what? But, I appreciate uh, that, guys. And, and to be honest, when I first started playing Fantasy Goose, my goal was to beat you all AAP guys <laughs> and i've got four out of five out of the way motherfucking jive goose is right there but like the great hank schrader said in breaking bad there's new players in town yeah so look, <laughs> I love look, look look out uh um, well, you'll, get, you'll get jive eventually um, yeah so oh, I, I mean will. he's just done an incredible everyone, and, and everyone I, I couldn't i couldn't i couldn't come on to gloat after double go- golden gooses back to back I came on after two fucking shit nights. So give me some credit. I have some balls for showing up after my shit nights. Yeah. He, yeah he's yeah. not here, well, you know. Jive, Jive only shows up when it's time to gloat. But, I, I noticed. Uh, so, well, so back to, you know, the, the thinking on this is tomorrow's a nightmare. There's no way you can pick, right? There's yeah. I mean, there's one song of... that you can put as your eight pointer that you're probably going to hit. But it's going to be that. The... Uh, spoiler alert it's going to be the last two that i played the last two fucking nights but <laughs> let me just say uh so you know so i can talk about the last two songs and then clear the way for you guys <laughs> i agree with neil your ocean love your ocean but that was not the spot um you know i just like i would have loved to hear heard it at red rocks that was there were like three songs out of this grouping that i was kind of hoping that they would they bring over to Red Rocks, Rosewood, Eurotian, and Tumble, even though they played it last year. I just was ex- hoping for a little bit better Tumble. I, I enjoyed the Tumble. It had, I don't know if you guys noticed, but it had some major loose ends vibes to it. Like, I felt like they could have easily segued in and out of loose ends, like, at least twice. Uh, it just had, like, a very loose ends feel, and that was, like, a loose ends type of show where, you know, might as well. They've been playing it all year. Might as well toss it in at a show before Red Rocks, right? So, um, but yeah, I just, I love Tumble. It's such a great, great tune. And I was hoping to, to catch another one, My, you know. But I did get it at Oakland the other night, so I can't complain too much. Awesome. And White Lights is White Lights. Yeah. All right, well, that brings us to the close of Flagstaff. Uh, it is time for Neil to... Get your ass to the airport. Hey, Ryan, can I just add one thing? Yes, you can. I was just uh, writing down random stuff today, and I, I think, I don't know if you guys talk about it, but shout out to, like, Goose's management team. The venues on this tour have been outstanding. Mm-hmm. Like, if they can come back and play these venues again so, at some point, please, <laughs> more of it. <laughs> Flagstaff in the summer, yeah. maybe? We have uh, talked about this before. Like, Goose is the perfect size, right? where they can play all of these really nice picturesque venues. They haven't gotten big enough where they're just forced to play shitty venues. Um, so this, this is a beautiful time to be seeing this band. Go see this band as much as you can, because it's not going to last forever. Yep. Two, you know, there's, the, there's sheds in the future. I agree. And, and that's why two nights at the Brooklyn Bowl would have been amazing, because, John, were those not the best seats 
ever. Like you guys show, had, like, you guys had quite. We literally time. had the best seats you could have. We were like not on the rail. We were on the old man rail, like up top with seats, a place to set your drink, and a perfect view of the stage with no one blocking you. Yeah, man, amazing. like give us two of those. Well, I mean, it it is now time for us to move into Red Rocks mode. It is tomorrow, and I'm so excited. As I just said, Neil is about to head to the airport, fly out here to Colorado. We'll be waiting for him tonight when he lands. Uh, you know, I'm going to head down this afternoon a little bit later uh, to goose the store, the pop-up happening in downtown Denver. So I'm looking forward to that. Seeing some people. Can't wait to see everybody uh, over the next couple of days. Uh, we'll be back on Friday with a very special collaborative day after show uh, with Brian and Megan of HF pod, uh, which is going to be a lot of fun. Looking forward to having a lot of people and probably a lot of nonsense uh, on the pod. Um, you know, which, which happens. <laughs> Neil, Neil will be going live from half. I actually hour. think that is roughly where I'm going to be potting from when I'm at half his house, believe it or not. So, uh, so we'll see you guys uh, on Friday, 3 30 PM Eastern, 1 30 PM mountain time. Um, everybody, uh, John, Brad, Neil, safe travels. And I will see you all yeah. tonight or tomorrow. We'll see you. We'll see you tomorrow. Looking forward sure. to it. Thank you everybody for tuning in to this episode of day after show. John has balloons background <laughs> i don't know what's going on well, dogs are barking Airport beers away. all right well we'll see you guys uh soon thanks everybody for tuning in see you next time on hello and welcome to novel conversations a podcast about the world's greatest stories i'm your host frank lavallo and for each episode of novel conversations i talk to two readers about one book and together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts. Hi, this is Henry Kay, host of the number one music history podcast, Rootsland. Come with me on a journey to Kingston, Jamaica, where we explore the world of reggae music and the untold stories of some of the genre's greatest legends. From the ghettos and tenement yards where the music was born to the island's iconic recording studios. We are so excited to team up with Osiris Media, the leading storyteller in music. Because as you'll hear, sometimes the story is the best song.